0: Super she Senpai Podcast. Senpai. Podcast. to the super senpai podcast this is a bi-weekly episodic tokusatsu related podcast where we're hecka excited
1: about mecca i'm pat and i'm grant and uh we are back together again just just the two hermanos here going to watch some uh some more super sentai uh no guests yeah. this week but uh we're gonna be watching some more lupin ranger versus pat ranger but pat how you doing man doing all right
0: uh i uh we were traveling a bit this weekend so i'm a little mm. bit tired still yeah. <laughs> um but i i've i've heard some good things i think about this new these new episodes so i'm excited to get back to lupon ranger versus pat ranger
1: yeah me too definitely yeah and it's one of those things i i never understand people that can travel all the time like anytime they have a break they always travel uh, i mean you know more power to them but anytime i travel i'm always just wiped out i'm like ugh, i need th- for every day i travel i feel like i need two days to recover
0: <laughs> oh yeah i agree I'm 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 gonna go to sleep like immediately after this instead of processing <laughs> like normally do. I'm just so tired.
1: <laughs> if only we oh, had the, that Zordon teleportation skill. If only we could do uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Well, so this week we're gonna be watching uh, episodes 18 and 19 of Lupin Ranger vs. Bat Ranger. But before we do that, uh, we are going to talk a little bit about the news because there is uh, some news coming down the pipe, at least on the Power Ranger side of things. Uh, so, of course, there's lots of big shakeups going on um in terms of power rangers we know saban brands no longer exists anymore hmm. and it's all fully owned by hasbro now uh but one of the probably i think a lot of people would agree that uh dino charge and ninja steel have both been uh shall we say a little creatively rocky uh, to, to say the least um mm-hmm. you know i think that's a that's a polite way to put it at times even though i am sort of a dino charge apologist myself and of course the movie last year was uh again sort of there was a mixed reception to it. I personally responded very well to it, but at the same time, it was not a perfect product. And I know I I can, it's one of those things where the flaws weren't flawy enough for me. The highs were high enough that I really enjoyed it quite a bit, but I could completely Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. understand someone being like, this was not for me and this was not my, uh, my cup of tea. So uh, it's been, I think, Creatively for Power Rangers, it's been a little mixed here the past couple of years. I think I think that's a fair assessment. But one of the real bright spots has been the uh, comic from Boom Studios. It has been pretty consistently amazing. Pat, have you been reading it at all? Here's the thing: uh, there was a really
0: great sale on Comicsology, mm-hmm. and I really it's just moved into my ridiculously ridiculously long queue. But I didn't uh, I didn't uh, fast track
1: it. Yeah, yeah, I need to get caught up again. Yeah,
0: I I do have them. I just <laughs> I need to sit down and work on a bunch of stuff.
1: <laughs> uh, I hear you. I hear you. The backlog is eternal, my friend. Mm. No, I uh, I have been keeping up, sort of. I'm not a I'm not a floppy kind of guy in terms of like buying the floppy single issues. I tried to do that a couple years ago it's mm. just not my cup of tea i really and this is one of those things that maybe it's just me as a reader i cannot stand advertisements in the middle of a book
0: oh so uh-huh.
1: single issues just having those advertisements in them i didn't like them as a kid i don't i not liked them as a young man i certainly don't like them now um so I don't, I don't i tend to buy trade paperbacks so i'm almost always a little behind where everyone else mm-hmm. is at um but i've only read through the first 3 trades i need to pick up the 4th which is the third trade is around where for for those who have read it and don't remember exactly where the third, tra- I think it's like 15 or 16 or so issue wise. So I think that's around when Lord Dracon shows up, which is like a big villain in the comic series. But hmm. um, I can say pretty consistently that the, the Power Rangers comic is, and is generally agreed upon to be by fandom, really, really, really good probably my favorite treatment of the Mighty Morphin material just kind of writ large like it's really good and probably better than it's one of those things where we we may finally have a thing that's uh yeah this is definitely uh at least on par if not much better than you know the original work that was done with Ranger. like it's really high quality writing excellent art it's well paced like it's it's really good stuff but so the big announcement, I guess, recently in the past couple of days, has been that there will be a creative team shakeup uh, on the comic. Hmm. It's been written by Kyle Higgins, uh, and I forget who the artist is that works on it. Um, name escapes me right now. It may be different artists. I think there's a few different ones. Anyway, uh, Kyle Higgins, the main writer, is going to be—he's been on it uh, from the beginning. Uh, I think they're in around issue 25 or so. In now or no maybe a little bit further than that but they're in the mid-20s to to late 20s he'll be leaving and they're bringing on a new new writer and a new artist i think they've had a few different artists on the the book so far but uh so that's a sort of a mixed bag of news Uh, i think the new writer is marguerite bennett Uh, i know she's worked for dc comics i know she did dc bombshells and i think she's worked on batgirl maybe i don't recall i don't my, my cape comic knowledge is very ephemeral it's very very spotty especially when it comes to mar- modern writers but for myself as someone who enjoys the comic quite a bit I'm certainly sad to see Kyle go because I think he's for someone who I listen to him a fair amount on like Ranger Danger podcast and stuff he's clearly not someone who went in with a lot of say fan baggage per se like he went in just kind of with the same memories we all seem to have had from from MMPR's you know original run right yeah he's really shepherded the material and has done some some pretty incredible work with with what he's been given and it feels very power rangers and yet at the same time is like clearly one of the top sort of presentations of that material so it's i'm certainly sad to see him go but margaret bennett is not someone who i've read but she comes highly recommended to me by a number of people who i trust so uh i'm i'm excited to see you know what she's going to do with it and certainly i think the the big thing right now going on is what's called the shattered grid event which i'm not again i'm not Quite up to date, but it's kind of a big. It's definitely a big lore shakeup, so it makes sense for there to be a creative team shakeup following that. And this is just the nature of the beast with with comics. I mean, we certainly we see new creative teams for Sentai and for everything else every season. So having two years solid on a book, uh, I mean, they're going to be. I guess she'll be coming on for issue thirty one. That's over two years, uh, two and a half years really with uh, with the property. I, that's a that's a pretty long run. So at least it seems that way to me in American comics. It, it feels like the runs get shorter and shorter. <laughs> for yeah, some creative teams. So I, I certainly don't think that he did not get a fair shake to to tell the tales he had to tell. And she, Margaret, Margaret's a clearly very experienced writer. So I, I'm not concerned personally. Um, I'm sure some people are just cause anytime things change hands, you, you worry about tonal shifts and or, you know, h- how different is it going to be? But I'm certainly excited by the new prospect. I mean, they're not, they're not pulling on an unknown for sure. Yeah. I, I really need to just sit down and do it. Like <laughs> so yeah. I can experience this change with everybody. Yeah. It's, that's my hope to get, get caught up by the time the changeover happens. I really want to read shattered grid just cause all the art I see popping up on the timeline. I'm like, Oh, it looks so good. Yeah. Yeah. No <laughs> kidding. But, yeah, I've been ducking. I'm still
0: ducking that like that uh trailer thing that they put out. Mm. Like, oh sometime. Eventually, eventually I'll check it out. Like
1: but I mean, everything with the Power Rangers comic, it definitely feels like okay, this is the show I thought I was watching when I was a kid. Mm. That's <laughs> a good know? sign. <laughs> so, um but yeah, so it's it's a change up, but these things happen with creative teams. It's 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 it is just par for the course. There's nothing will continue forever. But, you know, I look forward to it. I'm I'm glad that, I guess personally, I'm glad that Boom has the confidence in the material and that it's doing well enough for them that, you know, they'll continue. Like, it's not just going to, they're not just ending the book. You know, they're, they're going to continue with it. I think that's a, a good sign. Yeah. Know, in then that. All right, so uh, we ready to hop in and start talking about some Lupin Ranger versus Pat Ranger? Yeah, um, cool, cool, cool. so we're
0: coming a little bit off of a few. What are we? We just had a bunch of Pat Ranger episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, big focus last time. Yeah, so that was that was real appealing,
1: um, and it ended. I think the last one.
0: What was the last one we saw? Was it the last body swap?
1: Um. Oh, that was the one where. Um, Yeah, this is the one with the the dream space and Pat Red, like, shooting out the sky and everything. Yeah, yeah. And his, like, sort of love interest paramour,
0: maybe. Mm, mm -hmm.
1: At least very good friend.
0: (laughs) Still good. Still good. But, yeah, okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, we're definitely coming off a Pat Ranger, a a string of Pat Ranger-focused episodes. Yes. We'll see if that's building towards something or if they're just going to switch it over
0: and just get what we get. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I'm ready to jump into it. Cool.
1: Yeah. Let's do it. all right we're back
0: first episode that we saw was
1: uh episode 18 with the with the uh the one of the the brothers coming back that's right yes yeah hmm and the uh, totally not a Game Gear uh, Lupon collection
0: <laughs> item. Correct. Truly, uh, Lupon, our son Lupon was ahead of his time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this was kind of, I guess it was kind of a weird bait-and-switch plan. Like, they're, they're implying a bit more. We got a little bit more about uh, what the ganglers are up to. But only just a hint, like a whiff even, mm-hmm. uh, that they're from another world. The the lupon collection items were made somewhere else. And on site, uh Destra and Ghosh could tell that the Lupon item was something crazy. Uh and that mm-hmm. they've been modified by a human, presumably Lupon the first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no other lupons in this. Yeah. <laughs> and then Yeah, so we, we got a, a sort of a comeback, comeback thing. Somehow they were able to revive the other sheep sheep ram brother yes some some sort of sheep ram man <laughs> yeah yeah and there was some kind of switching between the lupon rangers and the pat rangers on sort of who got to fight him and i guess who got to fit, to defeat him in the end clearly good striker is protecting the lupon collection items he doesn't want them destroyed so anytime lupon or anytime the pat rangers get close to accidentally doing it uh, either he'll try to prevent it or switch over and that's just a bit of a weird, weird thing going on there with that. But then uh, with the episode mm-hmm. we just watched, that was 19, we had an invisible gangler that sort of framed uh, Sakuya, Patra, and Nigo for just being rude to his superior. <laughs> he made him dump soup. <laughs> Sakuya was at soup today. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he straight up decked Keitsuro and Sakasa in the face, like but it wasn't him it was the invisible gangler that grabbed his arm and made him do these things right right and so with a bit of sort of sneaky teamwork lupin rangers helped him figure out that the guy was like there was an invisible gangler and uh yeah ultimately defeated it and took its item which we think is the maybe the fan or some kind of like it resembles um something from Die ranger potentially yeah uh, um what was the name i'm trying to look it
1: up now kujaku maybe yeah that sounds right uh yeah. the, the did she peacock, have... peacock but lady it, it reminded me of her but i don't remember if she had i thought she had like knives or something not little fans but it reminded me of like a peacock like the feathers of uh that a peacock has so i don't know that's what came to mind but hmm so pat what did you think of these two episodes coming off uh, the back end since we we had a big batch of four last week that we certainly enjoyed and, and it was nice to be back what about these two so, I was mistaken
0: because I thought that we were already going to get to see the next, like, next ranger. <laughs> so, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh man, when's it going to happen? And there was a certain point through episode 19 that I was like, this episode's more than halfway over and they haven't even hinted at it. So, it's probably not going to happen in this episode. So, that was me just getting my hopes up. But overall, I mean, uh, I enjoyed them. You know, it's still fun. The... Bringing back, I guess I, I I could have used a little bit more on what the heck the ganglers are up to or what the heck they're, what, what is a secret thing? How could they tell that this was made in their world? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm always welcoming more Pat Ranger focused stuff. I, I like them a lot. So
1: Yeah. I definitely feel like of the two we just watched tonight, 18 was really, really, really strong. Uh, it's almost maybe not even fair to watch 19 right after it. Mm-hmm. Just because 18... Uh, like you said, I was expecting like, okay, somewhere in the 17 to 18 mark, we start to see a new Ranger pop up. I, I, called, I always call them a sixth Ranger, but... I was expecting a seventh ranger especially mm-hmm. because i feel like they were messing with us because 18 certainly puts that foot forward with the whole like oh we're gonna have a monster fight right out of the gate it seems like it's gonna take everybody to stop them so it felt like we were we were building to that but we actually didn't get it which i thought was quite pretty surprising as well but i think the nice thing about 18 was it added a lot more lore i mean in, i don't want to say a lot more it wasn't a heavy exposition dump but we finally got if not the motivation for the ganglers, we got some insight into there being a little more going on, just because they were like, "What uh, is it, Destra? Is that the the grenade kaiju?" Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so the grenade right. kaiju. He he's implying, like you said, he's implying that okay, these things come from a from our world, so we're not, you know, they're not native to this realm. They're not like aliens or anything like that. They're from some other world or dimension or something like that, and the humans shouldn't be able to use them. So this these versus this versus change technology should is something that was designed to allow them to access this power. So I don't know if they're playing it. just the monsters are from another realm, or maybe they're playing on the idea of like a Sentai multiverse, maybe. You know, the idea <laughs> that like, okay, you can't access these, because these are all physically, the props are slightly modified uh, mementos from other seasons. Maybe, you know, they're literally tapping into the power of the other seasons, like other dimensions or something like that. But just that hint there, I think, was uh, was nice um and having sort of a returning monster just to sort of they didn't really have to explain the setup or the gimmick for him so i think it gave him a little more time to to run with some interesting ideas as opposed to like okay here's the monster here's his gimmick they have to figure it out like it wasn't that sort of procedural you know monster of the week thing they already had a monster and we just just getting destra and gauche out in the you know smoky woods you know talking Mm -hmm. you know, talking dramatically under the moonlight that that kind of stuff just helps add a, that just that feeling or the, the, the sense of a bit of mystique and intrigue going on because they're not talking where the boss can see them and all that kind of stuff. Um, on top of that, at least out of this pair of episodes, the fight scene at the end, like this is sort of the whole, the choreography of the entire fight of episode 18. I really, really enjoyed. I particularly enjoyed Lupin Red being inside uh, Pat Kaiser's control room and fighting Pat Green and Pat Pink, I think that was just really, really good shtick. I really enjoyed that whole setup. Yeah, that was
0: that the the fight inside the mech was really exciting. Like, it, it, I mean, you knew that they were still going to beat it, but like the sort of uh grabbing the controls mid attack or kind of rolling over the consoles, like it was just it's a really it felt really f- coordinated in a really fun way. Right. uh And then you know, a couple of times it turns out, oh, we're working together for a second. Hang on a second. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> And then the surprise of it cuz I, I honestly wasn't prepared for him to just like like just knock uh Patrernity go out of the way completely to take his spot on the mm-hmm. head. Mhm. I was almost thinking that we were going to get like all of them at once. Like they were all going to go for it, but that that this was this was still pretty fun. So I can't, I can't complain too much about it
1: yeah and i like that the the choreography i mean we've seen uh fights inside the cockpit so to speak uh of the megazord if you will um Mm. in the past i mean for me the one that jumps to mind is the one from z ranger where barai just kicks in the door and is like hey what's up nerd and starts beating everybody up Mm -hmm. but uh it was nice that this battle i guess wasn't really to i mean it was obviously a battle between lupin red and, and the two pat rangers but it wasn't um it didn't really feel like like they they were still fighting the fight outside the mech. It didn't pause that fight. Oh having, yeah, that's right. Having Lupin Red like using the his little manipulator grabber thing to like move the controls still, and the, like that was just I think that was a just that little extra element to to keep it interesting. Like they're not just oh we're stopping the fight. It it was just gonna like I don't know. I, I think that was that was what really pushed over the edge for me. I was like yeah okay I really really love this having mm-hmm. them still have that that extra element going on.
0: Yeah, and um something about bringing back this guy just to have him just just, just to have him uh, maybe following up on the lead because remember uh, when he was initially crushed it, nobody i don't think anybody even addressed okay cuz usually they they can't have the lupon collections be destroyed and since he got stepped on I'm surprised that it wasn't like it was still salvageable somehow
1: mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: and i guess maybe just covering up that potentially loose thread
1: I also liked the um, the sort of weird little bit um, where the we the loop the treasures themselves don't grow with the monster. Um, Oh yeah, since Uh Destra gave uh, the ram brother or the the goat brother whatever a um, a new treasure, a new lupon collection item. Uh, but it did not grow with him, and then the the uh, other two Lupin Rangers, you know, blue and yellow, sweet—they swing in very dramatically and take it, and swing back out onto their vehicles, which is just another cool scene. Just you don't really that sort of swinging from the chandeliers, uh, kind of pulpy—I don't know—going into the monster's chest like that. That was interesting. Uh, I haven't seen that before, at least it hadn't happened to my knowledge. So, and then swinging in and out, and all I thought it was a that was a good little twist in the middle of the fight too. Yeah, it was a nice little bit, like, seeing them actually inside the mm-hmm. <laughs> inside this giant uh, silver
0: safe that was immediately destroyed, like, right after.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, there was that bit uh, when, uh, at the very beginning of, of uh, I think it was 18, uh, when, I don't know that, it, it may have happened before, but it struck me this time, is, like, right after uh, the Pat Rangers form Pat Kaiser, they kind of slide in because, you know, they're on wheels. Like, a couple, I'm sure mm-hmm. it's happened more than once, but just for whatever reason, it struck me this time. And they were really using it when they're trying to dodge the missile, kind of sliding back and then kind of fending off attacks until they ultimately aren't able to dodge. But right, them doing that in the hard suit, like, seemed... Mm-hmm. I guess it just
1: drew me in in that moment, yeah. you know? Yeah, definitely. And any episode where we get to see both of the hard suits, oh, that's always a joy. So episode 19, uh, which is sort of a more... I guess, I guess I'd call, we'd maybe call it a little more standard cop drama, mm, mm-hmm. you know, where Sakuya gets, he ends up doing something to upset the, the upper, uh, cranky sp- superior. Yeah. Cranky superior officer, more of a politician type, you know, he, he must work up at the main office or whatever for the global police, but mm. you know, is it, forced to upset him or whatever. But in true, uh, cop drama fashion, Commissioner Hilltop is forced to take his, uh, his gun, and put him on house arrest like if you even walk out of those doors you know you're done for. Mhm. So, you really really wanted him to call him a loose cannon. Yeah, I God, I so wanted to be like you're a loose cannon, you're off the case, but you're too good of a cop for me to just fire. You know, like that, that's mm-hmm. what I was kind of waiting for, but it sort of happened in a roundabout way. Yeah. How how would you feel about this one?
0: I feel like there was a moment and I and I had said it that uh I was a little bit disheartened that like they're so they were so easy to believe that Sakio would go off and like, attack or, or dump soup on this guy's head mm. and then also deck them each. Like, just straight up cold <laughs> claw All hey, Like, like you don't, like, don't you know this guy well enough that you would sense that something was wrong rather than him just lashing out and attacking you? Like, mm. like that kind of bummed me out a little bit that that's what they went for. Like, you need to cool off because something's wrong with you, dude. Like, really? Like, nothing else could explain it in the moment? Like... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like that just a little bit like I was like, come on, he's your he's your partner. He's like you can't <laughs> you can just throw him out like that? Like
1: Yeah, but I mean I guess you know, invisible <laughs> monster isn't the first place you go when someone gets punched. You know mm. what I mean? Like especially because the, the uh sort of more political up uh higher up guy was being quite rude, so one could imagine. Yeah,
0: yeah I guess. I
1: could see that. Like I I would have punched,
0: punched him too, but <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's that's what it is. And I gotta say, I'm generally not a fan of that kind. Thinking about it, I think we had a question about things before. I'm generally not a fan of bureaucracy getting in the way of people doing their job. Maybe because that's just too real. <laughs> that one's a little too real. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, he was easy to win over because since they ultimately cleaned up that one gangler that was destroying a bunch of property mm-hmm. and made the cops look good, so... Different perspective. but
1: I think know. the burden of bureaucracy is at no matter, I don't know, any uh, even slightly uh, aware type of writing that involves an institution is going to have, you know, the bureaucrats that just don't get us. You know, that that's just such a, that's a universal. Anyone who's had a job, you've got that, that universal feel of like people above you that don't get what you do and, and are in it just to make themselves look good. Like that's just, that's going to happen. Uh-huh.
0: Too real. Yeah,
1: too real. This this was truly the realest story ever written. <laughs> this, this story of transforming giant robots. It truly was. Um, <laughs> but no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the episode. Uh, I think the episode before it was just so much better. It was hard for this one not to be in its shadow a little bit. But mm-hmm. I think the the scene with... I think it, the, kind of the payoff for me was the scene where uh, Sakuya decides, like, you know what? I'm running out anyway. I wish he'd, we'd had a little bit more of him just sort of like... I don't know. It's one of those things where you know from the setup, like, he's going to get put on house arrest. He's going to have to break it. Like, that's just that is what is going to happen. Mm. But we didn't get quite enough time of him really wrestling with it to make it feel quite as triumphant as it could. Like, it didn't feel like it cost him quite enough, maybe, if that makes sense. Like, we yeah. want a little more time of him being like, no, I can't lose this job. Maybe he's got someone to support or, or you know, a family member or something. But he just kind of was like, nah, I'm going to do it for my friends. And yeah. then, but I think the payoff there being that Hilltop meets him. And instead of you know stopping him or or, or you know throwing him in the uh, in lockup or something, he gives him his stranger and he's like, you know what, I I'm probably risking my job here too. But uh, that was probably the best moment for me in the episode. Yeah, right. Yeah, because
0: yeah, it's like, no matter what he did, either he loses his friends or more people get hurt. So he was willing to sort of sacrifice it. But mm-hmm. and then and then of course. We actually got a glimpse of the preview this time, and then next week is when they're gonna
1: do. <laughs> right, we got no just <laughs> enough of a glimpse. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but mm-hmm. 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 yeah, but overall, still uh, still really good. Feels like we're on a, a real good string of episodes here. Um, again, I understand why people, especially with how good build has been, I understand why people would be. Uh, maybe a little blasé about uh, Lupin Ranger versus Pat Ranger, but I think um, I don't know. I feel like it's still something really special. I feel like it's um, whereas build feels like I mean, I hate to compare it just because they're coming out at the same time, but I guess for me, I, and maybe you disagree with this, but for myself, I guess build feels like it just feels like it. It feels like it's doing Common Rider, but it feels like it's trying to be the last Common Rider. If that makes sense, mm, <laughs> like it yeah. feels like this could just be the end of the whole franchise. Whereas Ultimate. this. This just feels like a really, really strong, maybe kind of crystallized version of a lot of the things that I like about uh, Sentai, and it feels like it's just, it, it's only going from strength to strength, so I'm very I'm very happy about that. That's a really interesting way to put it. Like, are
0: there, have you experienced a Sentai that you could describe the way you've described, Bill?
1: I don't know. Like, Gosh. Um, I mean, there's certainly that, the case to no be pressure, made. No pressure, I mean. You know. Right. There's certainly the case to be made for... Um, what was the Power Rangers season um, where they thought it was the last one? Was it Operation Overdrive? Is Maybe. No, or is it RPM? Maybe it's RPM. One, one of the ones that has a sort of, yeah, I think it's RPM. So Power Rangers RPM sort of has that feel because it's like that uh, it's going to be like the last, you know, Power Rangers. It certainly builds itself that way. And is probably, many people feel like it's one of the stronger seasons of that. So in terms of Sentai, I haven't completed enough Sentai to say that they have that kind of finality to them. Be curious to hear. Maybe that's a, a question we could put out in the community for next time. It'd yeah. Be an interesting, yeah. Maybe interesting thing. But I don't know. Maybe that's just my observation to build. Maybe my again, I'm not the most well versed in common writer either. It's only my fourth common writer show, so maybe um maybe I'm wrong about that. But it certainly feels like it's like it's running white hot and it's just going to burn everything out on its way. Yeah. <laughs> mm. well, I guess we'll see. We'll see what it looks like when they're
0: we're coming up on whatever the heck they're planning for the next the next one because we're close to the end here i think Mm
1: -hmm. all right well we have one twitter question this time one twitter question our mvp yep this comes to us from our good buddy Behalite bebop uh they ask maybe not a question that should be featured on the show but are you guys planning to do any more looks at classic slash older seasons well you know pat how do you feel about that us doing uh other seasons of sentai or power rangers or what have you
0: i'm certainly not opposed um something that. I really had fun when we did the Jetman episode. Mm. Um, And I think even Daisy expressed interest at coming back to do more. But I think it would maybe benefit us to to get a little bit further. (laughs) (laughs) Not like if we continue the trend of doing two episodes, then, you know, oh, you know, we'll finish Jetman and like, five years I guess uh, like. right right <laughs> but I think I think if we do Jetman, let's you know I would say go until we'll do 10 and 11 next time or something together and then do a catch-up before that yeah yeah we'd do something along those lines but uh, but I you know I, I I like the idea of sort of doing a like a senti sampler or something mm. um at least yeah at least after I mean who knows who knows what'll happen say when when Lupin Ranger versus Pat Ranger's over I think that could be fun, even a little bit of like, oh, let's see the first two episodes something, with somebody who's very passionate about it, because that was really cool. I think that was the draw of the Daisy mm. Jetman episode because also Daisy's very... awesome, but yes, yeah, well,
1: th- well, that
0: too. That's a gift. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Shout out to Daisy if you actually check this one out. I don't know if you're listening, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, like I think if we found somebody that was super passionate about, if not, if not Sentai, another you know, some other Toku thing, have us
1: do like a couple episodes and then sell us on it or whatever. That'd be kind of cool. Right. Yeah. I, I think that would be the, the appeal there. I certainly like keeping up with something that's a little more current, um, but it mm. obviously limits the pace with which we can uh, talk about things. And it also, to some degree, the discussion may have already moved on right by the time mm. we, we, even if we we're watching week to week, sometimes people, you know we usually watch a few days after, uh, it's already come out, so maybe it would be it would behoove us after this to to shift to a different sort of schedule uh, mm-hmm. and watch other series. I, the, the the short answer is yes. The long answer is yes. It's <laughs> 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 a good way to put it. <laughs> Well, all right um so and again we're, we're hoping still next time uh t- we're trying to get a special guest on for a very particular discussion someone that we very much respect but again we don't want to necessarily say just because we had scheduling issues last time so mm-hmm, uh, hopefully mm-hmm. we can still do that but uh, if not we'll be back with more lupin ranger versus pat ranger in the meantime so but was fun as, yeah, as always necessarily
0: be a bad thing either especially if mm-hmm. you know some cool stuff is looming. Yeah. It looks like it is, right? Like, uh, okay. Maybe we'll be back <laughs> sooner. I don't know. But, <laughs> but, I well, mean, yeah, I've been, I've been pumped to get this. And it was my bad, like, not realizing what the heck weekend it was coming up. So I was like, you, you, I was busy, but I was going to try and push it. Uh, our guest was going to be busy. And then you, 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 it was just like, you know what? We'll just, we'll do it later. It's, fine. it's too much. Like, it's too much. <laughs> my bad. That's fine. Things will work out. Yeah. And uh don't forget folks if you're, you know, enjoy the show and you want to want to support us a little bit, we do have our Patreon uh where you can check out our commentary tracks from episodes 18 and 19 and, you know, whatever bloopers that happen to come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a little treat for you folks that are out there. Wanna, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, alrighty, It was another great episode, my bud. So, uh yeah. Where did they say goodnight to the people?
0: Yes, sir. Thanks for tuning in to the Super Senpai Podcast. We'll notice you again next time.
1: Super Super Senpai Senpai Podcast.
0: Podcast!